eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. It is the Silver and Black Today mailbag show. Of course, we are an Odyssey original podcast covering your Las Vegas Raiders. Mo Moten, Scott Goldbranson back with you. Get right back and to the calls. And uh, this is Raider J. I know Raider J from Twitter. I think I remember. And here's Raider J. This is Jay Raider calling from oh, San Diego, Raider. California. My question is, how many more games do you think Josh McDaniels left with this horrible play calling? First and goal from the four and we throw the ball? Really? Who does that? What do you think? There you go. Raider Jay. Thank you, man. From San Diego, Raider. hometown. Jay, Jay Raider. Raider. God, why do I want to put it? Jay Raider. Jay Raider. I got you, Jay Raider. I got you, Jay Raider. Uh, how many games has he lost? Mo, it goes back to, uh, it, it seems... 
I know a lot of people put in the video of Mark Davis calling somebody an a-hole. We don't know that that was the coach. It could have been one of the players. Who knows? It could be his 26-year-old girlfriend. I don't know. But I just don't see him getting fired. I don't. I don't call for people to get fired. I think he's he's not doing a great job, to your point about development and also the play calling. Too conservative at times. Loses track of time. Doesn't manage the game well. Um, But I don't see him getting fired. Do you? I don't either, but to answer Jay Raider's question, if the Raiders finish with fewer than five wins, I would say it has to be on the table. Because I think I explained this recently. Last year, I felt like the Raiders were 9-18 and that went 6-11 and because they squandered those double-digit you yeah. know, leads. This year, I think they're a legit 6-11, and 5-12 and team, and I think the front office knows that. I go back to the passage that I put out on, on Twitter X where – Basically, Vic Tafer wrote a piece and he basically relayed a message from not a message, but he he basically paraphrased for Dave Ziegler and Mark Davis, basically saying that the Raiders are not measuring this season on wins and losses. And I said, well, what are they measuring it on? It's player development. So all that needs to happen for Josh McDaniels to keep his job is for the rookie class or for the young players to show some progress. Now, we haven't seen enough of that so far. So that that's a that's a that's an X on his report card, if so to speak. But the Raiders will have to probably lose, you know, twelve games, have a top, you know, six or seven pick, and there's like mm-hmm. absolutely there's very little progress from any of the young players. If that happens, then it's a possibility that he loses his job, along with Dave Ziegler, by the way. Yes, uh, and I think both of them are in the same bucket right now because I'm not seeing a lot out of the talent that's brought in. There's a couple good spots. But overall, it takes time to develop players. But are they developing? I go back to your point. Someone said last night in my BR live stream that a lot of the defensive plays, the big plays made are by Gruden guys. Crosby, yes. Devon Diablo has been solid. Yes. Nate Hobbs, I know he didn't play, but he's been solid. He's a Gruden guy. Trayvon Merrick is coming along. He's a Gruden guy. The only guys that were brought in that are actually playing well right now from this regime on the defense side of the ball, Robert Spillane. Yeah. You know, so Marcus Pierce has had his ups and downs. He had a play last night, but overall, Marcus Pierce has kind of been a disappointment. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Jay Raider, thank you for your for your call. We appreciate it. All right, now a written a written email, and this was sent before the game, uh, but it's from our good friend uh, Anders Anders Purs. He says, "Hey, gents, uh, this time a comment. Just listen to the JMD post Charger press conference. So this was from earlier in the week." Uh, over the weekend, and it was perfect encapsulation of the man. His only solution is, quote, we have to execute better. He places all the responsibility on the players. They are not executing his genius scheme and play designs. Uh, I don't need, how about I need to scheme better plays? Maybe try that. The man's arrogance and ego are unbearable. He's never done one thing wrong in his own mind. The very definition of poor leadership, take none of the blame, take all the credit. Good leaders do the reverse. Absolutely clueless. And that's from Anders. You were just saying this, Mo. Same thing. Like after the game, saying, is he going to take responsibility? We don't see a lot of that. We don't see a lot of it. And I go back to uh, the eight and O'Connell game where he started, where O'Connell started against the Chargers. And I said, Mm -hmm. wow, he can't turn a ball over in the red zone late in the game like that. I would want to hear Josh McDaniels say, we can't turn the ball over in that spot, but I could have made a better play call. Regardless of whose whose fault it is, you are the head coach. So you have your hands, basically, you should have your hands in everything. So as as Anders Anders said, you know, good leaders take the blame, even when it's not entirely their fault. And I learned this from 
from the regular world of working in an office when you're a supervisor or a general manager. Even when it's not your fault, it is your operation. So you take partial responsibility and right. accountability for that. And people used to to criticize Derek Carr for always getting up and saying, oh, that's my fault, it's my responsibility, because they don't felt like he meant it, maybe. But at least he did it. Like I don't see the co I don't I've not seen other than say a very generic, yeah, even the co the coaches, we got to get better too, which doesn't give you much. It's sort of like you're saying it to say it, but you can tell when people are kind of coming from a place, right? That and that's why I said say I. I could have made a better play call because it puts the onus and accountability on you. Correct. It doesn't reflect it on, oh, the coaching staff, which is a collective group. Say I, because then you're saying me. I need to do better as well. Right. There you go. All right. Now we move on to San Francisco. Pino, San Francisco. And here is your question for Mo and I. More of Chad uh, Ocho Cinco in this offense. You know, a lot of people like to compare him to a Wes Welker um, or a uh, – Julian Edelman, just because he's a white boy, it, it's he seems to be to be more of a freelancer uh, when it comes to his routes in the field. I remember when he first came in the league, uh, he did have some uh, troubles acclimating to the offense. So I think within Josh McDaniels' offense, Hunter Renfro is just not a fit, and uh, I would much rather have an edge rusher and just give them more reps to. Uh, the young guys. So that's my two cents. But hey, what the hell do I know? Uh, I sell insurance. I don't play football or uh, coach football. So anyway, have a great uh, show. All right. Out. There you go. Pino in San Francisco. Thanks, man. And and now we know where to go for insurance if we need any. Uh, but he's bringing up the point about the, 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 the conversation this week about perhaps Hunter Renfro being, being moved as the Raiders search for a defensive end. Again, they continue not to use him. They continue not to be upfront about. It. I don't expect them to go out and say, "Yeah, we're done with the guy. We're going to try to trade him." But they're also not showcasing. Mo, how do you drive up trade value when a guy gets one or two targets a game? You don't. You have to package him with a draft pick in order to move him because no team is going to take that sh- take his contract straight up with the little productions he's had over the past year and a half now. So, I, I think to the caller's point, I think he's even though he sells insurance. He's absolutely correct in his assessment that Hunter Renfro as a as a route runner is more of a freelance. And I think Josh McDaniels wants guys who are going to do things the way he wants it in his system. I, I'm not there, so I hate to speculate on this. But it, what it seems like to me is that there's not a lot of room for Hunter Renfro's creativity when it comes to the route running. And that maybe that's why he's not getting the ball as much as he should be getting it. And if that's the case, he's not a fit for the Raiders offense. The, the the first thing that set me off to say that was when they brought in Jacoby Myers. And I know Jacoby Myers lines up mostly on the outside now, but when they brought in Jacoby Myers, it was clear Jacoby Myers is going to be the number two wide receiver behind Devontae Adams. Then you draft a, a slot wide receiver and Trey Tucker. So then you right. have the present uh, cutting into Hunter Renfro snaps, and then you have the future eventually cutting into Hunter Renfro's snaps. So that's why I've always said during the offseason, even though he's still on the roster, that eventually Hunter Renfro is just going to get moved. And it's only a matter of time, but I think what's holding it up is the Raiders aren't getting any offers for him to to move him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and thank you for your call again. Uh, we're going to get to our resident comedian, AJ DeMello, who's been a long time listener. Uh, and AJ sent me a message. It was before the game. He said, they will not win tonight. McDaniels will not start the kid. 
The locker room will fall apart and Adams will be traded. Glad I canceled my Fubo TV to watch games because this organization ain't worth anyone's time or money. No jokes, all real talk. Just sending this as I am right now. We are all really tired of this. It's getting out of hand, a disappointment again. Uh, and let it hit you at 120 miles per hour in real time. At least if they start the kid, the team would respect the coach and we'd have a chance to keep Adams if Farva is good. So stupid man, so stupid man, so stupid man. Uh, you go get talent only to let it spoil. So this organization is doomed. And that is AJ. Now, he did send me a note after where he kind of was like, okay, I feel a little better. But he brings up a good point though too, which is what I was going to get to, Mo, which is the the idea that um, if, if you have a couple more games like this now, I know they won, but this is where you start to see, and you've been calling for it, the Aiden O'Connell situation. See what you got. Do you need to go draft a quarterback this year? You're going to have to get a new quarterback next year. It has to be a young quarterback. But maybe you don't if Aiden O'Connell can start the rest of the season and shows great promise. I don't know. I can't tell you if that happens. It would be, be unprecedented. Not unprecedented, but it'd be, it'd be not unprecedented if it happened. So to me, um, you, you now find yourself in a bind. They've now backed themselves into a corner with a quarterback again. And frankly, they could get rid of him next year if somebody's willing to take on some salary, but who's going to want to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Unless Aiden O'Connell looks like the next coming of Peyton Manning, I'm drafting a quarterback regardless. Because <laughs> this is a really good quarterback draft. You, right. you, if you're a team that is iffy about your quarterback position or you clearly don't have the future, you're drafting a quarterback. Like I said, unless Aiden O'Connell throws for, I don't know, 30 touchdowns in, in, in in the next, you know, for the remainder of the season, and he's clearly, clearly the guy and doesn't need any competition, I'm drafting a quarterback anyway. But I, I don't even remember what the question was. I mean, it was AJ just putting AJ out just, his feelings. He was just, just, he was just venting. And, that, and we're okay venting. with that. If you want to leave that on the voicemail too, yeah. totally fine with that. Any way you want to send it in. We're, we'll address it um, and 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 talk about your points. And I think I think he's his point. If you if you listen to a lot of Raider Nation, it's the same thing. Even even when you saw them win, people are really still not happy because of what how they won, but also what the play they saw, the lack of development, the the backwards motions of this team, the fact that they are regressing in many many areas. Not on defense. Defense we saw a jump there, but otherwise on offense. Uh, not good. So, so thank you for your call. We appreciate it, man. Uh, or I should say your email, AJ, and hope you're gigging and doing well out there telling jokes. All right. Our last call. Go ahead, Mo. Now I was going to say, AJ, I wonder how you feel after that game and how would you feel if the Raiders went on a three game win streak? Would that change your mind a little bit? You know, I leave a voicemail right back and, and yes. you know, answer that question for me. We will. I'm sure he will. All right. So then uh, here is our last call and submission of the day. It's Matt from Maryland. And hopefully I didn't. First of all, I love the show. There we go. I always listen every week. You know what I'm saying? I like y'all. Y'all keep it real. And I like that about y'all. Not too, not too fan basey, you know. <laughs> but anyway, this is Matt calling from Maryland. Um, 
Dillaroe on Twitter. Two things, real quick. Let me speed it up. Two things. I think everybody owe a meek, a meek an apology because he made a play and he was balling. He was just balling. He got that dog in him. Everybody, well, not everybody, majority of people wanted them cut, including myself at times. I felt like we was deep at corner. I didn't think he was going to make the team, so I apologize to him if he's listening. You know, shout out to you. You is a dog. You of course he's listening. He's definitely a dog. But the second thing, um, Tyree Wilson, why don't we play him on on passing downs? Why don't we play him inside? Like, he's strong enough to play inside in battle guard. And he might be quicker, you know what I'm saying? He might be quicker inside than outside. Not saying he needs to play inside all the time, but on passing downs, the way Coons playing on the outside, he can rush the passer. But interior pass rushes, you know, it's still needed. And I think he might be able to help us there. But that's all I got. Appreciate everything y'all do. Uh, keep doing what y'all do. Uh, yeah, go Raiders. All right, there you go. Matt and Marilyn, great, great call. Great call. Matt, first thing I want to say, Matt, I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but the minute you said two, I knew where you were from. That accent, that Maryland Baltimore accent, you, knew. you cannot miss it. You, you say the word blue or YouTube, you yeah. can definitely hear the accent. So shout out to you, Matt. I'm, again, not making fun of your accent, but because I know I have, probably have a New York accent. People make fun of my voice all the time. But I knew exactly where you were from once you said a certain word. But I will say, to the, to the question. You got two minutes left, Mo. Two minutes. He's absolutely right. Number one, I, I like the idea of moving Tyree Wilson inside. I actually said this on my Bleacher Report Live on Tuesday that if the Raiders get the pass rusher, as the report said, Diana Rossini put out that report, I think they should go after Carl Lawson. If they get a long-term guy who could play defensive end, why not experiment with Tyree Wilson on the inside? Because as Matt said, he could be a lot quicker than some of the interior offensive linemen and yep. possibly get to the quarterback and generate some pressure. So I think they should experiment with that because he does have the strength and he's, as I said, probably quicker than a lot of guards and centers in the league. So that's something that the Raiders should experiment with on their defense. Absolutely. Great, great call. We appreciate it, you guys. And uh, we're going to get out of here for a, a shorter show than usual. We'll go a little longer next time. But Mo and I have had a crazy day and bagged. We got to go on to a couple other things. But again, make sure you send in your mail to mail at silverandblacktoday.com or check out the phone number listed in the description of the podcast or on the YouTube video below, and you can call that in as well. We might even get, you know what, we'll get to some more of them tomorrow, Mo. We'll, we'll, we got a couple emails we'll get to on our Thursday show. Make sure you join us tomorrow as we talk about uh, the Raiders heading into uh, their next game. Go ahead. And, and as Matt said, we do owe Amik an apology. I also, like you, Matt, thought he was going to be cut. <laughs> Shout out to Amik. Made a big play. People wanted him cut. People thought he was at the door. He's still there. He's still making plays. Shout out to him. Good for Amik. All right. There you go. Uh, make sure you follow Mo on X.com. M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I am at LV Gully. Everybody, we will talk to you tomorrow on Silver and Black Today, the Thursday edition. For our producer, Mike Robier, for Mo Moten, I'm Scott Branson. We'll talk to you then. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 